Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I reviewed 2001's The Fast and the Furious. Hi guys, welcome to the show. Before I get into the show, I got some uh, reviews I want to read from uh, Apple Podcasts. If you want to send it some Apple Podcast reviews, uh, give me some, give me five stars, and put a review down at the bottom. It helps me out tremendously. I was supposed to read these reviews last week, but I forgot. I'm gonna be honest. I forgot. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, shit. I wanted to read the reviews I got on Apple Podcasts, but I'm not going to read all of them. I'm just going to read a couple. I got a lot of them, so, like, I'm just going to read a couple. Um, This one comes from Serafina. She gave me five stars. She said, love it. This podcast will definitely make you laugh. Um, We got another one from Dalla Belair. Says great podcast, very entertaining. Love the reviews. Um, we got another one from Mama Labs, five stars from Mama Labs. She says, Love it, super amazing podcast with the best host. Highly, highly recommend. Thank you, Mama Labs. Um, we got one from T Dixon. He had one from my half baked review. He said, This is awesome. He said, Man, what a trip down memory lane he said i have to go watch half bake again so many classics keep up the good work um got another one from riddick he said awesome these movie breakdowns are detailed and really took me it really took me back he said love the, the reminder that mortal Kombat, this is for the mortal Kombat review mortal Kombat is a rival of street fight he said funny and entertaining the host is engaging the entire time looking forward to more more sorry more i can't read sorry thanks riddick uh if you want to send in a review uh go go to apple podcast look up the look up the podcast uh, listen to the podcast and put in a review and i will read it on air that was my first time doing that so uh hope to do more but anyway let's get into this let's get into the show um let's talk about this dc let's talk about dc fandom before we talk about uh the movie i'm doing uh fast and the furious this dc fandom shit came out of nowhere to me because i really don't pay attention too much but this dc fandom stuff oh my god man did it come from left field dc is not playing with us. <laughs> They're not playing around anymore. They they tired of they tired of the games. They tired of us making fun of them. They tired of being uh, the kid that eats lunch in the bathroom. They want to they want to sit at the cool kids table. And DC fandom. Oh my God! Four things. I saw from DC fandom that caught my eye, man. And I think you already know what those four things are. Because they, they have other things. Because they release, like, stuff for, like, Flash Season 7. I don't really care about that. 
Uh, I think they put out, like, there was, like, a video game coming out called The Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League. Don't really care about that too much. I'm not, I'm not really a gamer. Uh, but the fourth thing that caught my eye, man, like, they put out a new trailer for Wonder Woman 1984, which they finally, they finally show fully formed Cheetah, like, fully Kristen Wiig as Cheetah in full fucking Cheetah form, you know, uh, it's, the thing about that, though, like, the thing about that is, like, I really can't see what she looks like, because it was super dark, it was super dark, I, I hope they put out a still pic a cheetah. I hope they do that. We will see. But the trailer's fucking amazing. Um, they finally put out something for Suicide Squad 2. That looks interesting. Um, I think that movie's gonna be rated R. Because uh, they, were, they were talking about like body parts exploding and all this other shit. And like, they were like, it looks like they ain't playing. It looks like they ain't playing around with Suicide Squad 2. That one's good. Like, that, that movie's gonna be brutal. Uh, they finally put out, they put out something for the Snyder Cut, a Justice League. That looks awesome. But the main thing I want to talk about the most, because. I can't stop watching this trailer. I'm like, I watched all the other trailers a couple of times, but like this trailer right here, man. Oh my God. The trailer for the Batman. Man, is that glorious. Glorious, glorious, glorious Batman trailer. Oh my goodness. I love it. I like this. And this is what, cause this is why, this is why I shut the fuck up. I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't have an opinion on this shit. I really don't. Until until the movie comes out, until I see something, I don't have an opinion. I'm like I need to see it. Everybody was talking shit about Robert Pattinson being 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 Batman. And like oh no, it's the kid from Twilight. You know, everybody's been saying that like oh it's the kid from Twilight. Ah, he's gonna be like he's gonna be sparkly vampire Batman and all this shit and. I saw this trailer and that's not the case. He's 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 fucking shit up. He's 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 brutal. Oh my god. I love it. I love it. Fucking love it. I love the I love the fucking aesthetic of the whole trailer, man. Is like you finally got Batman being a detective looks like like he's like it and the per- they got the perfect, they have the perfect villain for that, which is the Riddler. Because they're using the Riddler. This movie looks like it's going to be a cross between uh, the Dark Knight and uh, Seven, looks like. Because, like, they're using the Riddler a lot like John Doe. He's a lot like John Doe. My, my wife said, like, it's kind of a cross between Jigsaw and John Doe, which I could see that, too. It's, like, kind of like Jigsaw, too. He's like pretty much like you want to play a game, you know, like some shit like that. I can see, I can see that, I can see that a little bit too. But man, it's 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 awesome. It's like I, I DC ain't playing games. That's all I got to say. DC is not fucking around with us anymore. 
like Marvel's on hold. They can't really they can't really do shit right now until Black Widow comes out, which I believe Black Widow's coming out in November. So like they gotta wait. Like Marvel has to wait to put anything out because Black Widow's not out yet because they don't want to spoil what's gonna happen in Black Widow. So Marvel's on a standstill. They can't even put anything out to fucking shit on this. Because you know how Marvel is. Like, DC puts something out. Marvel will just put something out. Just shit on everything that DC does. And I'm not even a DC fan, honestly. I'm a, I'm more of a Marvel guy. I'm a, I'm a Marvel fan 100%. But, like, DC has some things that I do like. But, but yeah, man. DC, DC ain't fucking around no more, man. Like, uh, fucking the Joker. The Joker gave... DC like balls they like they Joker gave DC like big dick energy <laughs> like the Joker gave DC big dick energy that's what it did it was like oh shit Joker and we want an Oscar nigga we want an Oscar put everything out put it all out Wonder Woman showing we doing with Suicide Squad we gonna redo Justice League uh, put out that Batman footage. Like we, we gonna stump a mud hole in Marvel and walk it dry. We, we gonna we gonna rule superhero cinema for a little bit. You know, <laughs> that's how I feel. That's what that's what I feel. DC did. I'm like birds of uh, birds of prey was like kind of a, a, a hiccup for them because uh, they didn't market it well. Mostly because it didn't market it well. I heard it's a good movie. I'm not sure. I heard it's uh I heard it's more of a Harley Quinn movie than a Birds of Prey movie. You know, I heard that. But I heard it's a good movie. Uh Wonder Woman's not bad. They did really good with Aquaman. A lot of people are either you like Aquaman or you hate Aquaman. I actually kinda like Aquaman. I thought it was an okay movie. Uh Shazam was okay. Like they didn't do bad with Shazam. You know, like, they've been, DC has been on the right track. DC has been putting out some good work. Uh, Joker is not my cup of tea. You know, not really, not really my cup of tea, but it did, it did gangbusters for them. It, it, it helped DC out tremendously to where they can make movies like The Batman and uh, Suicide Squad 2, Wonder Woman 1984. Because I like... I like what I like what DC is doing now. I like their model now. They're not trying to be like Marvel anymore. Because at first they were trying to be like Marvel and have all the uh, have all the movies connect, and it wasn't working out for them. It really wasn't. It just wasn't working out for them. That was that was not because that's not DC. That's Marvel. Marvel because Marvel characters show up, pop up in everybody else's book. They always pop up in each other's books. You know, like, Spider-Man can run into Daredevil. Uh, uh, Thor can run into Doctor Strange. You know, like, like, Silver Surfer can run into Doctor Strange. It's like, it's, everybody, and, like, they're always teaming up and shit, you know? Like, it's, like, the Marvel superheroes always do that shit. Like, and, like, that's, that's their thing. Like, so that's what the movies are gonna be. Like, every, every superhero popping up everywhere, you know? Iron Man, Iron Man shows up in Wakanda and help T'Challa some shit, you know, <laughs> you know, like, it, it can happen, but uh, it always, it, like, they've always done that, DC, they don't really do that shit, like, their, their books are more standalone, you know, like, they don't do that, so, like, the movie should be more standalone, and I like that they are 
having like these kind of like it's kind of like this kind of like multiverse like different dimension different dimension dc movies you know you got because you got your uh like aquaman wonder woman uh justice league like still put man of steel in there uh shazam i think those like all those movies there are part of a different universe then you got uh Suicide Squad, I think, is their own universe. Uh, Joker is his own universe. Uh, maybe a lot of people are hinting that maybe Joker and the Batman are in the same universe. A lot of people are hinting at that. You know, that they, those those two things might be in the same universe, which that would be cool. Um, so, like, those things are, like, those are different universe. They're going to be doing Flashpoint. I got a, I got a feeling that Flashpoint is going to be there infinity war i have a feeling about that like flashpoint is going to be their infinity war that's the movie that is going to be like the big epic for them uh they could do crisis on infinity earths uh flashpoint might lead into crisis on infinity earth you know like the, the, the big screen version of that they might do that who who knows um that would be cool but it seems like uh, Flashpoint is going to be their, uh, like their uh, Infinity War. It's going to be just like this big epic to me. I think it's going to culminate. Everything's going to culminate in Flashpoint, and they're going to show you like, yeah, all this shit is like in different universes. Because that's that's the rumor I hear that that's what Flashpoint's going to be. Like Flashpoint, like Flash is going to go to all these different universes. Like he's going to go to like he's going to be in his universe and. He's gonna go to like maybe like the fucking Joker universe and uh, 1989 Batman universe and all this other stuff. You know, like he's gonna be doing all of that. But yeah, man, like DC, like I said, DC ain't fucking around no more, man. Like, yeah, like they they doing the damn thing. <laughs> it was like I'm I'm proud of them. I didn't for how much I'm not that big of a DC fan. I don't I didn't want them to fail, you know, because. Those characters are just as important as the Marvel characters, you know? Like, I'm like, I got no problem with Superman. I got no problem with Batman. I love Batman. I got no problem with Wonder Woman. Or, like, they could try to do another Green Lantern movie and it'd be good, you know? Like, I have no problem with these characters. They're not... Out of all of them, Batman's probably my favorite, but... These these characters are not offensive to me, you know? They're not offensive to me. Maybe they're going to do a Dr. Fate movie. Oh, yeah, they also show Black Adam. I forgot about that. The Rock as Black Adam. Dwayne Johnson. For other people who don't know who The Rock is, probably. I don't know. Fuck. But, uh, but yeah, man, they showed that. And I think Dr. Fate is supposed to be in the Black Adam movie, so that's cool. Um, they, they're, they're branching out and doing other characters. So, we will see. We'll see. Man, like, DC, DC came, came, came cock swinging, man. Like, they came out here ready to do some damage. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. I'm, I'm going to take a break and I'll be back with the review. See you later. Okay, Fast and the Furious, 2001. First of all, at the start of this movie, man, (laughs) all I can say is, like, this movie is really a product of its time. 
I believe I did see the movie in 2001, I believe. I think I saw it, like, on... I think I might have saw this on, like, Showtime or something, I want to say. Because I didn't go to the theater to, see, to watch this. I didn't go to the theater to see this. I think I did want to go to the theater to see this because I was a... It was kind of reaching my age range. I'm a fucking... What? I was, like, what, 15 or something at the time? I think I was 15, turning 16 at the time. So, like looking at the trailers i'm like oh my god this movie speaks to me <laughs> at the time and oh boy i want to just everything in this movie like just makes me want to go get in a time machine and go and like smack fucking 15 year old me in the face because i'm like what what, what were you thinking man what were you thinking? Like this, like this movie really is a product of its time. From the fashion, the shirts and the shoes and pants and belts and everything that everybody's wearing in this movie, to the uh, the music, it's like just a bunch of fucking like techno and like new metal and you know, <laughs> you're like there's a part where like they race to saliva and I'm like oh my god I, re- I remember saliva they were a dumbass band <laughs> that 15 year old me actually liked like I said I want to go back in time and smack the shit out of 15 year old me cause you didn't know what the fuck you were thinking you what 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 was wrong with you 15 year old Mikey what, what, what were you thinking? Saliva's cool. I like saliva. Smack. I want to smack you, man. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, <laughs> like, I want to punch you in your face, 15-year-old Mikey. That's what I want to do. Uh, but, yeah, man, everything in this movie is just, like, you look at this shit, you're like, oh, my God, this shit is outdated. And, like, some of that shit, some of the fashion I used to wear, you know, <laughs> some of that shit I used to wear. I remember, like, cause I remember I had, oh god, I remember I had like a fuck. I used to wear like a fucking like tank top with like a fucking burning skull on it. It had a burning skull on it, and I used to wear like the fucking Jinko. Uh, I used to wear like the fucking Jinko jorts. Like, you know, like the jean shorts. I used to, and it had the fucking, uh, like chain wrapped around it and shit. It was like, yeah, that's, that's what 15 year old me was wearing. That's what 15 year old Mikey was wearing in 2001 and beyond. Uh, I think, I don't think I stopped dressing like that until like about like 2005, maybe when I got to college and then like people were like, dude, people don't dress like that no more. You know like take that shit off you know so like I, and then I started dressing a little bit more modern at that time because like there's, there's motherfuckers that still wear like fucking like uh fucking uh long ass fucking uh like the fucking long jerseys and the fucking big ass hats and shit like you know the big baseball caps and they dress like they're fucking like they just still dressed like fucking Nelly in 2000 you know <laughs> there's dudes that there's dudes out there that still fucking dress like that and they're like 40 years old but uh but yeah yeah man I was like 
I looked at that shit. I was like, oh my God, I used to dress like this. I used to have the Jinko jeans. I used to have the over oversized jerseys. Uh, I used to... <laughs> I used to wear the Jinko, like I said, the, the, the Jinko jeans, and oh god, uh, oh, oh, just thinking about it, just, just terrible. But anyway, yeah, this movie is a fucking time capsule. It's what it is. It's a fucking time capsule. Let's get into the movie. The origins of this movie uh, actually came from Paul Walker himself. Paul Walker is the star of this movie. Uh, he came up with the idea for this movie because he was, I think he was on the set of this other movie he was doing called The Skulls, uh, which I've actually seen The Skulls before. That's a movie with him and, uh, the dude from Dawson's Creek. Uh, <laughs> they did a movie together. Uh, like not, not, not the dude that played Dawson, the dude that played Dawson's friend. They did a movie together called The Skulls. And the movie, the director of The Skulls is also the director of Fast and the Furious. His name is Rob Cohen. And um, so Paul Walker came, I believe Paul Walker came to Rob Cohen and said that he wanted to do a movie with him that was Days of Thunder mixed with mixed with Johnny Brasco. Not Johnny Brasco, but Donnie Brasco. I'm sorry, I said Johnny. I don't know. Yeah, but like, Anyway, he wanted to do a movie that was Days of Thunder meets Donnie Brasco. That's what he wanted to do. That's what he wanted to do. Uh, Rob Cohen thought it was a good idea. They worked. He worked on the script, I believe. Got some writers. Uh, one of them being David Ayer, which is why I think it looks the way it looks, and I think the dialogue is the way the dialogue is. But I'll get into the dialogue later. But. Uh, <laughs> Oh fucking David Ayer, man! I I don't I don't want to go on a David Ayer tangent, but cause like David Ayer seems David Ayer seems to make the same fucking movie every goddamn year. It's just dudes in the hood, dudes, Mexican cholo guys, and LAX, East LA, and all that shit. Like this dude really wants. David Ayer really wants to be a Mexican. Like he, I, I'm, I'm convinced that he does. I'm convinced that he wants to be a Mexican. Cause I saw a review for this other movie he did recently called The Tax Collector. It's Shia LaBeouf also playing a wannabe Mexican. <laughs> this shit's terrible, man. It's terrible. I was like, I gave him a benefit of doubt because he can't. He came up with Training Day. Uh, Training Day is a great fucking movie. Um, there was another movie he did. I like. I like End of Watch. End of Watch is not bad. Uh, but I think that's it for him. Uh, I think that's it for him. Like he, he, he just keeps beating that cholo fucking horse till the cows come home. That's what he does. That's what the fuck he does. But anyway, this ain't about him. But yeah. Uh, that's what Paul Walker wanted to do. Paul Walker wanted to make a movie like Days of Thunder meets Donnie Brasco. But to me, to a lot of people, it resembles Point Break. Uh, uh, with the first Point Break, the original Point Break, not the fucking remake. Uh, with uh, Keanu Reeves and uh, Patrick Swayze. It's very, very, very Point Breakish, which I love Point Break. That's a movie I got to review. Uh, 
in a while. Like, I'm not going to do it yet, but Point Break, I got to, I used to love watching Point Break as a kid. <laughs> like, I think I had, I remember we had Point Break on like fucking tape, on VHS tape. And I used to watch Point Break, like, all the goddamn time. That was a movie. That was one of the movies I wore out. I used to watch Point Break with my dad, like, all the time. <laughs> fucking love Point Break. Uh, but, like, Paul Walker has always been attached to the movie. But the thing is, they didn't know who they wanted to cast as uh, Dominic Toretto. They originally came to uh, Timothy Oliphant uh, from, uh, what was he in? Uh, he was a killer in Scream 2. Uh, he was in, he's in a lot of shit. He was on that show Justified. Justified, that's his show. Uh, he was on that. Uh, but like they tried to get him to play uh, Dominic Toretto. He declined. So uh, they got Vin Diesel. He was their second choice. They got him from Pitch Black. Uh, Riddick. <laughs> like, he was pretty much Riddick. Like this is this is the movie that made Vin Diesel a star. This is the movie like that made him a star for the little amount of time that he was a star. I don't know what happened to Vin Diesel. But, like Vin Diesel was like that guy. He was like cool for like. I want to say like three years from I want to say from like 2001 to like 2005 he was that nigga like Vin Diesel was that dude you like he was the dude and then like around like 2005 2006s there was like people were like what the fuck were we thinking <laughs> they were like Vin Diesel and now he's back he's back he's doing these fast and furious movies like he does something else every now and again every now and again my favorite movie that vin diesel has ever done is a man apart i like a man apart uh come to think of it that might be a david ayer movie too so like i mean i might like that movie too <laughs> i gotta look at a man apart again and i gotta look and see if they, david ayer did that movie too because it kind of seems like a cholo movie too but um like david ayer is the king of the cholo movie but anyway, yeah, Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel, this is the movie that fucking launched his career, man. Like, like and he's very thankful for it because he keeps doing these goddamn movies. So, uh, and also Michelle Rodriguez and Jordana Brewster, they round out like the four main characters. Michelle Rodriguez looking good as shit in this movie. She's my underrated hottie of the week <laughs> for this movie. Michelle Rodriguez in fast and the furious she is the best she's ever looked man does she look good in this movie but anyway i'm gonna stop me in a fucking thirst bucket move on uh <laughs> another another thing is a lot of people say that the uh fast franchise a lot of people want to say this they, they want to say that the fast franchise has gotten more unrealistic over the years as it goes on and i want to say those people are wrong because this franchise has been stupid from the beginning. It's always been dumb. This this movie's always this this franchise has always been dumb. Like this whole franchise is just a a crime against science. They're like the whole franchise. The whole franchise has been a crime against science. Even the first movie is like physics physics what's that you know like science like what what are are y'all talking about man like we drive some cars but uh, you know it's like the whole franchise it's just like 
now they don't care. They tried to care with the first movie. Even with the second movie, they tried to care. But uh, the third one on down is like, let's stop giving a fuck. You know, let's just do dumb shit, you know, and not explain it. That's that's the Fast and the Furious franchise. That's what that is. Um, but this movie right here, like, the dialogue is just so fucking terrible. So, like, everything is a car pun. Like, Vin Diesel. I think, like, there was a scene where, like, Vin Diesel was talking about going to prison and shit. And, like, he was like, I live my, my, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. And I'm like, shut your bitch ass up. You know, really. I, I was like, oh, my God. This, like, the dialogue is stilted. The dialogue is just so fucking hokey. It's just terrible. Uh... Like I said, physics don't matter in this movie. Like, people get into car crashes and don't die. Because uh, Vin Diesel gets in a fucking car crash in this movie. Like, he gets hit by a fucking truck. Like a Mack truck. Vin Diesel gets hit by a Mack truck and doesn't die. Like, the car flips like 15 times. And he's okay. He ain't, like... He's got no contusions. He's got no bruises. He just gets out of the fucking car and goes home. That's what Vin Diesel does. Uh, there's another one with Michelle Rodriguez. Gets in a, she gets in a fucking car accident towards the end of the movie. Now, in the fourth Fast and the Furious, spoiler alert, I guess, the fourth Fast and the Furious, she gets in a car accident and she's supposed to be dead. Like she's she's supposed to be dead. She she dies. So they thought that she was dead. And uh and they like to do that shit a lot too. The Fast and the Furious movies like to do that. They like to kill a character off and then bring him back. <laughs> they like to do that. Like they killed Michelle Rodriguez's character off, brought her back. I think they killed Vin Diesel's character off. I I guess. Brought him back. They, 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 in the new one, I think they killed, uh, the Asian dude that's with them, uh, they killed him off, like, a couple movies back, and now, he's back, he's back from the dead, I wonder if they're gonna do that with Paul Walker, like, Paul Walker, Paul Walker's really dead, are they gonna bring his character back from the dead, they're just gonna, like, deep fake his character, he's like, hey guys, I'm back, he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Speaking of Paul Walker's death, um, Paul Walker's death is actually kind of predicted in this movie because there's a scene in the movie where uh, he's talking to one of these guys that owns like one of the like uh, car places, like the, the the car parts place or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't. I don't I'm not really into street racing. Uh, you know. <laughs> He try he call he he talks to that guy and he's like Nas I need some Nas I need some like some nitrous not some uh nitrous oxide and the guy tells Paul Walker's character he says hey uh if you put that much Nas in your uh car you're gonna blow up you're like the car's gonna blow up you're gonna blow yourself to pieces and that's exactly how Paul Walker died he died in a car accident and the car blew up. 
like it caught on fire and blew up. You're like so like the movie, the first Fast and the Furious movie predicts Paul Walker's death and I don't know like obviously he didn't listen because he's dead now but that was that um Ja Rule is in this movie for some reason remember remember when Ja Rule was popular remember that yeah so he's in this movie (laughs) I wonder I wonder if Ja Rule uh waits by the phone and he's just like hey man Fast and Furious Ted is coming up. I wonder if they go put me in. He was like, "No, Ja, no, nobody's nobody's putting you in their movie anymore, man." Ja Rule did this movie. <laughs> Speaking of Ja Rule, Ja Rule did this movie like a while ago. Uh, he did a he did an animated movie called Troll Land. If anybody look up Troll Land, it's the it's the most batshit crazy it's not even like really batshit crazy it's just lazy like troll troll land is lazy fucking animation ja rule sounds like he's not even into it it's like it's like he was like it's like he read that shit in like his bedroom or some shit like that he didn't even go to a studio he was just like probably like sitting on the patio or some shit like hey man we need to uh go up to the top because uh the humans are on their way and but i think humans are good you know then they, they, they could be our friends you know that and that's how ja rule reads the lines for trolling pretty much that's what he does but uh but yeah man i wonder if he's just like fast and furious 10 man they, 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 they gotta call me like i was in the first one like it, it, it's cyclical baby it's cyclical. I'm in the first one. I gotta be in the tenth one. You know, but but yeah, man. They ain't calling you, Ja. They're not calling you. But yeah, man. This I really got nothing else to say about this movie. I really don't. It's just the movie's just really, really cartoony. It was like they turned what was supposed to be a gritty crime drama into a Saturday morning cartoon. That's basically what it is. And it was a Saturday morning cartoon from the fucking jump. You know, I won't like, they've done everything now. Like they've been international spies. They've been the fucking power Rangers, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if they teamed up with the goddamn power Rangers, you know, after a while, you know, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. The team with the like it's the Power Rangers, it's Transformers, uh, it's the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park, you know, <laughs> and they all team up to fight uh fucking Snidely Whiplash or some shit. I don't know. Fuck. Oh, like they can fight the Power Ranger villains. They can fight Lord Zed and Megatron and <laughs> you know. <laughs> It was like the, the Fast and the Furious people teaming up with the Power Rangers and the Transformers to fight Lord Zed and Megatron. <laughs> it would it'd be a fun movie. I'd watch that shit. I'd watch that Fast and the Furious movie. You know, like you can you imagine that? This is Vin Diesel and The Rock and John Cena like teaming up with like the fucking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and and then they teamed up with fucking Optimus Prime and Autobots. And 
and uh, Vin Diesel's like, so this guy's Lord Zed. He doesn't look so tough to me. Some shit like that, you know. I was like, because like I always talk about this shit. I was like, I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on a little tangent right here, because like I'm done with this movie. The movie is really nothing. It's bullshit. Uh, it was because I've always said this. I was like, if you can shut your brain off for fast enough, these movies make billions of dollars. These movies make billions or trillions of dollars worldwide. They're always number one. Everybody goes to fucking see them, you know, and they make no fucking sense. The movies make no goddamn sense. None of them. They do things in those movies that a normal person should do. They're supposed to be normal fucking people. They're supposed to be just normal fucking street racers. And they do things in this movie that no one's supposed to fucking do. Uh, uh, I think like there was a part where like Vin Diesel stumped uh, um, a hole into a fucking bridge, and the bridge broke. Uh, the Rock, I think in one movie, grabbed a fucking missile. <laughs> he grabbed a missile. He grabbed a fucking missile. <laughs> Uh, he did that in the Hobbs and Shaw movies. He's like fucking jumping from buildings like that are like 20 stories high and falling through the glass and just fucking not a scratch on him, you know, and people are like, yeah, that could happen. You know, like they're just fucking buying this shit, like the cars, like I think there was one, I think there was one of the movies where like the cars fell out of a fucking plane like they fell out of a plane and landed on the ground <laughs> they fell out of a plane and landed on the ground like nothing happened to anybody in the car they fell out of a plane and landed on the ground and people believe this shit but they can't they they can't believe in the power rangers you know like they're like oh six teenagers that fight aliens and multicolored spandex costumes that's stupid you know i was like but you believe that vin diesel can you believe that the rock can break a cast with his bare hands you believe that vin diesel can stump a hole into a fucking bridge and the bridge breaks you know they believe you believe in any of that shit but you don't believe in something that's supposed to be fiction you know, you, you don't believe in something that's supposed to be fantasy, like the Power Rangers. You know, you know, you don't believe in that shit. That, that's stupid. You know, you, know, you can't believe that. And like, there's some people that don't believe in the Avengers. You know, like, oh, the Avengers, that's stupid. You know, like, but you believe that a normal man can catch a fucking missile. Fuck you, okay? Just, just fuck you. That's all I got to say about that, man. It was like, some people, it's just, like, they turn, like, people just turn their minds off for the dumbest shit. You know, like, they just turn their minds off for the dumbest, dumbest shit. I'm sorry. I gotta laugh out of the movie, though. Like, I laughed at the movie, but for all the wrong reasons. You know, this this franchise has never been good. I'm just putting... The, 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 the to rest the myth that the first French the first Fast and the Furious was even good at all 
it's not like this 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 franchise has always been dumb it's always been unrealistic it's always been a goddamn saturday morning cartoon that's what it is would i watch this movie again hell no it's another one uh i think this is like the third movie in a row where i'm like hell no i'm not watching this shit you know <laughs> i'm not watching this it's a one out of five another one out of five for me it's like three one out of fives in a row that's that i gotta watch something that i like i'm gonna watch something that i like next week uh next week i'll be back uh i'm gonna be watching uh the 1999 documentary beyond the mat that's my next movie i like beyond the mat it's time to get some realism in my life it's about wrestling but that's more realistic than the fucking Fast and the Furious. So, <laughs> so until then, I catch you guys later. Peace.